no offense, but this probably just doesn't work for you. I'm just trying to understand who it does work for. Uh, the person who eventually buys it. <laughs> yeah, but who's that? Those of you that know me and follow my videos know that I wholesale and flip a lot of on-market properties that are listed for sale with real estate agents. And in some cases, the listing agent representing the seller is so ill-informed about asking price and value that there is no way the property is gonna sell, which doesn't help the seller at all. And after talking to thousands of agents over the years, I've created a specific strategy for getting agents to support my low offer price. Now, the thing is, some agents respond really favorably and some don't. The point of this video is to show you using a really difficult agent how to present your all-cash offer with confidence and logic. All that and more, coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Quick Start Kit with everything you need to flip your first house in 30 days or less. Download it now at myquickstartkit.com. If this is your first time here, my name is Jerry Norton and I've been a full-time real estate investor now for over 17 years. Amongst other things, I specialize in flipping houses all across the country and I've helped thousands of new investors get into the game of flipping and create six and even seven figure incomes. If you wanna learn how to flip houses so that you can live your dream life, be sure to subscribe to my channel and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. Before going any further on this video, quick disclaimer, I am a licensed real estate broker and therefore am qualified to talk about real estate agents, best and worst practices. Exactly one month ago from this recording, I recorded a video and released it here on my channel from my Watch Me Wholesale show that I air every Saturday. On that episode, I called a brand new listing that had just come out for sale in New Orleans to make an all-cash offer. Now, the property was listed for sale for $80,000, and after running the numbers, my logical, legitimate cash offer price was $15,000. So I called the agent and made a verbal offer to that listing agent representing the seller, which he was not even willing to present my cash offer to the seller because it was so low. So on this video, using that call as a live case study, I'm gonna break down for you exactly how to make cash offers to agents on distressed properties, and more specifically, how to make lowball cash offers on overpriced distressed properties. So keep watching. By the way, if you wanna see the full episode on how I found, analyzed, and made the offer on that property, I'll put the link to that video in the description below and you can watch it later. Now, 30 days later, the property is still for sale and it's still listed for 80,000, which I predicted would happen to the agent back when the property first came out for sale. So first and foremost, before we dive into the call, I want you to understand the big picture about making cash offers to agents and then we'll drill down on the details. Now, a real estate agent representing a seller is supposed to professionally advise his client on the current market value of the property using data or facts, and then advise the seller to list the property accordingly so that it will sell for the highest price that the market is willing to pay. That's one of the reasons why an agent gets paid a commission. Now, the seller may or may not listen to that agent's professional opinion on value and may decide to list the property for more or less than the agent's professional opinion, and that's the seller's prerogative. That's one thing, but unfortunately, some agents overpromise a higher value to a seller just to get a listing, which is bad business 
because the property sits forever and doesn't sell. In the long run, the seller is mad at the agent and the agent loses credibility and in many cases, loses the listing, wasting everybody's time. Better to just be 100% transparent from the get-go. Now, this is something that I deal with on a daily basis when making offers to agents and it is extremely frustrating. Here's the thing, as real estate investors, when going after distressed properties, we use logic and facts. We follow a formula to determine the value of a property and a reasonable offer price that will allow us to wholesale or flip the property for a profit. Now, for an in-depth understanding of how to calculate the wholesaling and flipping buy formula, be sure to check out a video where I break it down in detail. Hey, Christian. I'll put the link to that in the description below and you can watch it later. Dad. Huh. Look, look right there. Shh, listen to this. So, as far as I'm concerned, wholesaling and flipping is a simple math equation and nothing yeah. more. It's worth X price fixed up, and after factoring all of the costs associated with flipping the property, if I want to make X profit, I need to buy the house for X price. To me, flipping houses is not emotional, it's not speculative, it's not personal, it's just numbers. Okay, buddy, I gotta finish my video. Bye. I'll see you later, okay? Bye. Unfortunately, most people are emotional, unrealistic, uninformed, and in some cases, it is personal, and real estate agents representing sellers are no different. Now, if you don't care, make an offer and it will get accepted or rejected, and then move on. But I often will take a different approach. I believe if I can get through to the seller as to why my offer is a good offer, I'll increase my close ratio on deals. The problem with on-market is you never interact with the seller directly. So all negotiations happen between you and the agent, and then the agent presents the offer to the seller. That means if you wanna try and get through to the seller as to why he or she should accept your offer, you have to first convince the listing agent who will then go to bat for you with the seller. So in all the years I've been doing this, which is now 17 years, I found that if I can present a logical case to a real estate agent representing the seller as to why my cash offer price is what it is and it makes sense and it's reasonable and it's fair and I can back my offer with data to support my case, a level-headed real estate agent will go to bat for me and if the seller is also level-headed, he'll take a hard look at my offer and I'll win more deals. So to summarize everything I just said, when going after distressed on-market properties, go directly to the listing agent and convince the listing agent why your cash offer is legit using supporting data. Now, hopefully the agent will present your case to the seller, and if both the agent and the seller are objective, you'll get a great deal, or at least you'll increase your chances. Now, the best way to teach you how to do this is to show you how to do this with a real live deal. And I have a ton of videos here on my channel where I show how it works really well and how I land awesome deals. But on this case study, I wanna show you an unrealistic agent who is way off on value and how I attempt to convince him my low offer is actually a good offer. Now, after you watch this conversation, before you leave a comment and say, Jerry, you're wasting your time with an agent who won't budge, you're totally right. The reason why I stayed on the phone was for educational purposes to demonstrate how to use logic with data to support your low offer. So let's cut to the call breakdown. Before calling the agent, I did my homework on what the after repair value was on the property. I did that by looking for renovated homes that were similar to the subject property in the same neighborhood that had recently sold. In other words, 
hard facts as to the fixed up value of the home. Having this information ready when I called the agent allowed me to be prepared to argue my point of view using facts. Now, I also was prepared to discuss the cost of repairs. My point is, when I call the agent, I wanna be prepared to present my case. So let's cut to the first part of the call where I introduce myself to the agent. Take a listen. I'm calling about your listing on Camellia Street. Okay. I'm an investor, saw this uh, just came out a few hours ago. Right. Okay. Yeah, what can you tell me about this property? What's what's going on here? Uh, 1,200 square foot, traditional style, wood siding, frame house. Um, I don't know if you see the list and you see photos, but it's completely gutted. Yeah. By uh, sellers often for sale. So just a private seller, it's gutted. I see it's gutted to the studs, no garage. No garage. So I started out by telling the agent that I'm an investor and my intent is to flip the property. And when I say flip, that also includes wholesaling it to a flipper. I want the agent to understand right away he's dealing with an investor and what my intentions are. That sets the tone for the rest of the call. Next, I usually like to ask the question, can you tell me what's going on with the property? Or sometimes I'll ask, why is the seller selling this property? Now I ask that question because it's an icebreaker and it also gets the agent talking and sometimes the agent will reveal really important information that is pertinent to the deal, such as features of the property or the seller's motivation. But in this case, he didn't really give me much that was helpful. So next, I went right into establishing value by using data. Take a listen. Yeah, so I'm looking at this as a flip and what it would take to buy it, fix it up and flip it. There's, a, there's another flip in that neighborhood that I'm looking at a few blocks away over on uh, Dale Street. I don't know if you know that where that's at. No. Okay. It's 1,200, 3-2. Sold for 143 and it's really nice. Wood floors, brand new kitchen, all appliances, open floor plan, like everything brand new. Gated entrance, also no garage, but really well done. You know, tile, all new doors, all new trim, fenced all around, roof, siding, windows, like they're really, really done well. And it sold for 143. Okay. So I kind of think that's a good number. There's another one as well that I think is, uh, you know, maybe similar to that. It's a little bigger though. There's two more comps that sold for that around there, 140s. There's one up on Werner, a couple streets the other way. Uh-huh. It got 146, and but it's 1460, so it's a couple couple hundred square feet bigger. Okay. So anyway, I'm thinking, you know, this thing fixed up and done right would be around a 145, 150 kind of back end. Uh-huh. I'm not sure what kind of number you were thinking for a back end number. So as you saw, I used two or three comps that had recently sold that were similar in features and close by only a few streets away. The point with telling him that was I first need to establish the after repair value or what I called the back end value. Now I need to see if I can get him on the same page as me with the value of this home, which I pointed out was 143,000. Why 143,000? because there is an exact comp that just sold for 143,000. Now notice I don't make my cash offer yet. I don't wanna do that until I first explained how I determined my offer price. If I make my cash offer without first helping the agent understand how I got to that number, he'll more than likely be offended and he won't even be willing to listen to it. So after explaining what I thought the value was by using legit comps, I asked him, what do you think the back end value is? Take a listen to his response. 
I'm not sure what kind of number you were thinking for a back end number. Um, well, my, my, um, we didn't even investigate it. Well, but you're looking for, you're looking for a cash buyer, right? You're looking for a cash buyer or somebody with, with financing with a rehab loan. Yeah. Hard money loan or something. Yeah. So, so your buyer's an investor like me, who's going to be looking at it and saying, okay, if I buy it, what, what can I make if I rent it or flip it or whatever? I'm looking, I'm just kind of being open with you. I'm looking at it as a flip thinking no matter whatever I do to it, if I do it right, I'll, I'll sell it on, I'll flip it for 145. Okay. Now, seriously, he didn't investigate what it would sell for fixed up. That just baffles me. How did he establish the asking price of 80000 So I was like, you're looking for a cash buyer, right? And he said he was. Of course he is. It's down to the studs. The only possible buyer is a cash buyer. So I said to him, then you're looking for a cash buyer like me who is going to base his buy price on what he can resell it for once it's fixed up, which is around 143000 Now, price isn't the only factor. Cost to renovate the home also plays a role in determining the buy price. Listen to how I discuss the rehab numbers. This thing's going to need, I mean, it's a roof and a complete inside, right? Because it's a gut. Right. I mean, what kind of number are you thinking it's going to take to fix this up? Do you, do you have an idea? Have you thought about that with your guy? Or? No, no. We, we, we have okay. That. Yeah, so to me, it's about 75. Because I've, I've done a handful of guts like this. And twelve hundred square feet, end to end, complete gut with everything. You're looking at about seventy five thousand, maybe even a little bit more, depending on how bad they hit me with like permits and inspections and stuff. But I would look to make it just like this one that sold down down the street, a three two, all new, everything new, right? New kitchen, new granite, wood floors, trim doors, all of it. So I asked him if he had any rehab number in mind for what it would cost to fix up the property, and he said he did not discuss that either with the seller. So he has no idea of the back-end value and no idea of what it will cost to fix up, and he's looking for a cash buyer. Might it be a good idea to understand what a cash buyer would be willing to pay? (laughs) So I explained to him that to properly renovate this home to match the comp that just sold for $143,000, it would cost around $75,000 to rehab this home. And by the way, that's generous. It needs everything. Now, later he tried to tell me that the rehab number is $40,000, but for now he said he did not know. So now that I've established the after repair value of $145,000, a rehab of $75,000, now it's finally time for me to give my cash offer price. Take a listen. You know, for this thing to work, I, I mean, it's it's like... $15,000 to put 75 into it and try to sell it and make, you know, 30 grand on a flip. I would need to buy it for about 10 or 15,000. Okay, well, the property is listed for 799. Um, I can tell you a 10 or 15 grand offer will get rejected. He might not even sign it. Um, but it's listed at 79. Mhm. Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to understand where where you're at or where the seller's at with that number because Anybody who's going to have to come in and do a roof and finish the inside is going to be spending that kind of money. A flipper will spend the money and do the work if it makes sense, if it makes money. Uh-huh. I'm just trying to trying to explain to you the logic behind where I'm at on it. I think it's worth calling up and just doing a verbal and saying, hey, I got a flipper. Here's kind of what he's thinking. It's worth 150 going to take 75 
where are we at? He needs to be at 10, 15 grand on this thing for it to make sense. See what, just see what he says. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they want to dump it fast. I mean, he's going to laugh at that. I already know what he's going to do. No offense, but this probably just doesn't work for you. So I offered 10 to 15,000 on his $80,000 list price. And his response was the seller won't even consider that. I even tried to get him to call the seller and give a verbal offer for 15,000. Now, I knew he wouldn't do that. He has no clue on value or rehab cost or what a cash buyer would pay. Why would he be open-minded to a legit offer? He even said the seller will laugh at him. Now, he's more worried about looking dumb than being real. By the way, as of right now while recording this video, it's been 30 days from that call and it's still for sale. So at this point, it's probably best to just move on and spend my time doing more productive things, but I kept it alive for educational purposes and to demonstrate how to hold your position and argue your point. And it really bugged me that this agent was so far off on this one. Take a listen. No offense, but this probably just doesn't work for you. I'm just trying to understand who it does work for. Uh, the person who eventually buys it. <laughs> yeah, but who's that? Uh, I, mean, I mean, who's your target buyer right now? The target buyer is somebody who's looking to get into this property and flip it. Okay, so so you're looking for a flipper. So you're looking okay, for a flipper. Let me, let, let me tell you this right now. Okay. I can I can finish me. I can finish this house with forty grand. I can't. How? I can't. How? I'm a license. I'm a licensed contractor. Uh huh. It's not going to cost me what it's going to cost you. I mean, you having challenges with permits and this and that. Obviously, you're not a contractor. I'm an investor, and I hire out contractors. Right, and contractors make profits off for, off for you. So it probably doesn't work for you. Maybe it probably works for somebody like me. I still do not see how. I mean, I've done I've done a thousand flips. I do not see how you could possibly renovate this house with everything that it needs for forty thousand dollars. Even if you have all your own crews, I mean, there's just it's a gut right down to the studs. I mean, it needs roughs, not starting from roughs all the way up. I mean, I'm just trying to be real. If you're if you're targeting a flipper. I don't see how it could possibly sell for anywhere near where you're listed with it being a gut. And and the comps in the neighborhood are 140 to 150. It's not going to sell for more than that no matter what you do to it. Mm-hmm. It's just not. I mean that's what the whole, that's what the nice the nicest remodel I can find that's over the top nice sold for 143. That's 1200 feet. So even if you spend 40 it doesn't make sense. So he admits that he's looking for a cash buyer who is going to flip the property. And then this took an interesting turn. He attempted to tell me that he could do the entire rehab for $40,000. Now at this point, I'm just having fun. So I called him out on his logic and told him there's no way he can rehab this house for $40,000, even if he has his own crews. Now at that point, I thought for sure he would just be done with me, but he wanted to keep debating. So I was like, okay, let's have this conversation. Take a listen. Just for shits and giggles, right? Yeah. The most expensive thing that has to go back in it will probably be the, I'll probably put central, I'll probably put central, central air and heat in it. Then put laminate floors. Then you're not going to get 140, you're not going to get 140, 150, because I'm looking at 150 right now. I'm looking at 143. It's got crown. It's got wood floors. It's got a brand new door with side lights. It's got mutton bar windows. It's got a brand new kitchen with granite. It's got appliances, all new plumbing, recessed lights, tile bathroom, not, not laminate, tile bathroom, granite in the bathroom. It's nice. And it's sold for one, all fenced in yard. 
and it sold for 143. I see your argument about your cost of labor. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just telling you what I can do. Yeah. I know what I can do. So next he attempted to tell me how inexpensive it would be. And as soon as he said laminate, I was like, dude, if you want to sell this house for 143000 it has to match the comps that sell for 143000 And there is no way it can get done cutting every corner and trying to do it for 40000 So now I'm having fun. And I used his numbers to prove that even at his numbers, 80000 is way too high of a price. Take a listen. But I'm, if I plug in your numbers and I say, okay, I'm going to sell this thing for one, 145 and I'm going to spend 40. I got closing costs. I got carrying costs. I want, how much profit do you think a flipper is going to want to make to do this project? 25, 30? Let's just say 30. Okay. Say 30. So 30, that puts me at a 55 buy if I could only spend 40 to make 30 after I pay commissions and closing fees and all of that stuff. And I sell it for 144, 145. And I don't think there's a flipper that can look at that and keep it at 40 other than you. I don't know. I just, I'm not seeing it. Even at your numbers, what makes sense to me is 55 at your numbers, not 78. Well, I mean, a 55 offer might not get laughed at. What would you charge to, if I hired you to renovate this house? Oh, I would probably charge you 80. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. You're not the buyer. A flipper like me is the buyer. You're using logic. A, You're using logic like, like... Maybe a flipper like me. Is the buyer you're looking for. Who's got who's got a warehouse inventory uh, and their own crews and their, all their own labor at cost is who you're looking to sell this to. And they're going to buy it and they're going to sell it and make a profit. It's, I mean, it's just real simple. It's, okay. It if that's... Yeah. I mean, even even if you find that one rehabber like you that wants to do a complete gut, make 30000 that has control over all the cost, warehouse inventory, can do this thing at half of what anybody else can do it. You find that buyer, even then they're going to need to buy it at 55. So, I mean, you're going to sit. I'm just telling you right now, you're, if you, until you drop the price, you're going to, it's, this thing's going to sit here forever. Maybe you'll buy it. I think you should buy it. <laughs> Let me know if anything changes, okay? Okay, thank All you, right. sir. Bye. So follow me here. After plugging in his rehab of 40000 the buy price would need to be 55000 not 80000 So where is he getting 80000 for a list price? And it was interesting. He said a $55,000 offer wouldn't be laughed at. So I said, okay, then what would you charge me to rehab this house? And he said 80,000, which I thought was hilarious because that means we're right back to my original number of paying 10 to 15,000. So again, I made one last attempt to help him understand that he's not the ideal buyer. A rehabber like me is the ideal buyer. And I made him a prediction that until he lowers the price, that house is gonna sit forever. Now it's gonna be interesting to see if and when he lowers the price and at what price it will eventually sell for. Maybe if the seller waits long enough, the back-end value will go all the way up high enough that 80000 becomes a good number. But who knows? That may take a while. Now, guys, this agent is clearly way off, and he's unwilling to be real about what's going on, which is a shame for the seller because he is listening to bad advice. And since it's still for sale with no price reductions 30 days later, the seller is clearly not motivated. So let's quickly recap the steps to making offers to listing agents when going after on-market properties. Step one, tell the agent you are interested in making a cash offer and are looking to flip the property. 
Step two, ask the agent to tell you about the property. Step three, before making your cash offer, establish the value and cost to renovate so that you can justify your low cash offer. In other words, share with the agent your formula. Step four is to present your cash offer. If you get resistance, push for a verbal offer, which is easier for the agent. And make sure to let the listing agent represent you on the offer so he or she gets double the commission. I call this my double dip strategy. And if you thought this video breakdown was helpful, even though it wasn't a successful deal, leave a comment and say, Jerry, you are a flipping genius. Now to help you get good at talking to agents, be sure to get my word for word scripts, including how to overcome the most common objections. I'll give that to you for free. Just go to agentofferscripts.com to download that now. And finally, now that you've seen an example with a stupid agent, I want you to watch a video where it works like magic with a smart agent and I get the deal. So watch that now. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel with almost 700 videos. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping. And I'll see you on the next video.